Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we talk about the it's that no one wants to talk about. We are question-based and conversation-driven. Hi, my name is Olegia Nozier. Hi, my name is Paula Camacho. Thanks for hanging out with us two immigrants who have a whole lot to say and a whole lot to learn. Hello! <laughs> Welcome back to Let's Talk About It, whatever it is. My name is Olegiru. And my name is Paula. And you are welcoming we are be- welcoming oh my word you are being welcomed to the last episode of our are you happy series yay, yay. i wish we could put in like a clap what's it called you know those clapping yeah maybe <laughs> yeah. We'll, maybe we'll try guys maybe we'll try it this time stay tuned we don't know we'll see if we can edit yeah. one in <laughs> we don't even know what's gonna happen um but <laughs> let's start with a serious question so i'll lead you so, if you were a fruit, what fruit would you be? <laughs> a watermelon. <laughs> I don't even have to think about it. Watermelon is my favorite fruit. <laughs> and oh, it is? Yeah, what? She said it is? Of course it is. I love watermelon. I was just making sure you know it is. Mm. I knew it. Mhm. 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 <laughs> um, I love watermelon. It's just it's so sweet and watery and Melanie, <laughs> Melanie. <laughs> and I just love them because they're round and they come in all different shapes and sizes. You can get ovals and circles, or I guess ovals and spheres if you're trying to be technical. Mm-hmm. And I like that they're two different shades, so they're like gr- dark green and light green. And I just really like them, they're just cute. That's fair. You know, this is getting a little bit sidetracked, but um, this summer. It was our second year doing our gardening with my mom. Mm. And I had a personal goal of mine. And it was to grow a watermelon in that garden. Did you? <laughs> um, I did, actually. They weren't that big. <laughs> <laughs> they were maybe the size of a big orange. Aww. <laughs> but, oh, wow. But, you know, I, I was like, yeah, it's getting cold now. So we pulled them off. And I was like, let me open them and see what's mm-hmm. in there. And they were actually red and they were sweet. Aww. Good job. Which I did not expect. I was like, that small, it shouldn't be, but it was. But you know what, though? I feel like when they do, when they make fruit these days, they we don't know what that process is like. That they're always doing all kinds of things that's to true. our produce, which is really sad. And yeah, that's why, you know, you try to do organic, but even organic, the, I don't know. There's like a whole lot of things going on there. So I'm glad that you were able yeah. to get a real one from your from your garden that's exciting thank you you're welcome <laughs> i feel very accomplished and you should i think you should okay i have a serious question for you now um would you okay. rather be forced to sing every time a song came on or dance every time a song came on like wherever you were i say sing <laughs> i'm just like uh, either way it's gonna feel embarrassing <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, it feels more awkward to just dance every time. Cause like, what if you're like, what if you are in church <laughs> and somebody's ringtone came <laughs> and it's a song, <laughs> so you have to stand in the middle of church <laughs> to to dance. That's just awkward. <laughs> I feel like I feel like church is even more accepting. What if you were in a business meeting? Yeah, exactly. And then you know how they have. They have that like music 
sometimes in the background when they're waiting for people to get settled and you're just like there at <laughs> your business meeting like or in an elevator <laughs> dancing doing a little side to side <laughs> yeah. yeah no let's keep it with singing that's yeah. more natural <laughs> oh my word speaking of singing i like to <laughs> this is so random but if it gets to around this um Yeah, October, November, and I all of a sudden I start to sing Christmas music <laughs> out of nowhere. Mm, uh, I'm ready for Christmas. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm just that person that sings random songs at random times, so it wouldn't be as weird as just dancing, just because. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, too good. <laughs> Anyways, so let's let's hop into the actual, you know, center of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, friends, uh, thanks again for joining us. If you've kind of been listening to our series so far, mm -hmm. you'll know that each episode has been guided by a set of questions that we asked in our first episode, because that episode was full of questions. And so today, to kind of wrap up our series, we wanted to tackle one last question. What is our question, Paula? Well, you see, our question is, what does it mean to be hashtag blessed? Ooh. Yep. A big uh, question for us to tackle. Yeah. And so, I guess, there are a few ways to look at that question. Yeah, there's there's a couple ways that we one could try to tackle it. And I guess there's two types of definitions that we want to get into today, as always. Mm-hmm. We love to interrogate culture, or I guess North American culture yeah. specifically. And so we will come from one angle in the OG Greek, talking about what that word means, blessed. Mm. And then we'll go from the other angle of the good old IG. Mm -hmm. And for y'all who are listening, if you don't know what IG is, Instagram. <laughs> good old Instagram. So I'll let Paula take it away for the IG perspective, and then I'll get into the Greek. Yeah. So on our first episode, I mean, when we were thinking about this series, really, we kind of did some research, because that's kind of what we do around here. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went into Instagram, and we searched for the hashtag blessed to see what things would come up. And some of the things that came up were baby announcements, people dressed really really nice in front of green fields <laughs> <laughs> workouts expensive outfits parties cute balloons selfies travel cars nails vape blast bible bursts and vacation so a whole wide <laughs> wide range <laughs> <laughs> diversity of <laughs> Uh, but of the hasha blast yeah a whole lot of things really mm -hmm. <laughs> a whole lot of instagrammable content yeah <laughs> uh yeah and then in terms of the greek so we'll kind of uh, kind of not kind of i need to stop saying kind of i'm working on it friends i will be linking it to the bible at some point here but the greek word for blessed or happy is Mari makarios and it basically means a prolonged form uh, sorry it's in prolonged form so it means supremely blessed by extension well off happy 
another another I guess from the helps word studies talks about it being you know prolonged or so mac meaning become long or large and then uh, when God extends his benefits or advantages that he gives us it's blessed mm-hmm. and so blessed is often used to describe um, a you know, a, a believer or somebody in an enviable position from receiving God's provisions. So they, which literally extend or make long his grace and his benefits. And this basically happens with receiving, you know, in birthings of faith or, and so faith often is actually very tightly, closely associated with being blessed, at least from the, when it's used in the Bible. So I guess I'll ask Paula, what do we kind of think about these definitions? Is there anything that stands out to you? Yeah. Um, well, I think <laughs> I think the Greek definition of it gets me. Because, like, and I think the part of all you said is blessed, meaning happy. Because then you think about or you look back at what I just described, IG, <laughs> the different options of hashtag blessed and are things that you know in a way should feel as happy right mm-hmm. like baby announcements that's happy and things like that so like it kind of like correlates with that but then and i think this is a question that um I, I don't know if it was you or me one of us asked back on our first episode is that idea of do we genuinely feel blessed or are we just telling ourselves that we should be happy because i mean we're hashtag blessed right um and i think that's kind of like the society we live in and what culture tell us like oh you have this nice cars this like beautiful house this great family so like you should be happy and i i just see so much of an issue with that too because it then puts you in a space of like if you have all these things you should be happy but then what if it's not you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think you tend to come with that question a lot mm-hmm. of, okay, you get all these things, but you get there. And then what What if you're not happy? What if there's that disappointment? And I agree. That question is always something that we need to, that we're often f- faced with in terms of defining for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I think then we'll slide into talking about this word of Makarios as it relates to blessing in the bible and as you if you're new here paula and i like to think about culture things in relation to the bible as we are both christians and yeah both people of faith and draw our i guess draw our manual for living our our perspective for living from this important book (laughs) so we will go into it and then talk about it as we go so i'm just going to read it and many of you may have actually heard of the beatitudes i think it's something that uh, i mean often has been shared in terms of oh this is what jesus said in his sermon on the mount and yeah so i'm just going to read it actually so it's from matthew 5 5 to 12 and it says now when jesus saw the crowds he went up on a mountainside and sat down his disciples came to him and he began to teach them he said Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. 
Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. So in efforts to try to understand this passage, Paula and I did some research. (laughs) And one of the really helpful sources we found was actually another podcast Uh, called Exploring My Strange Bible. So check them out if you want to hear really great theological explanations on different parts of the Bible and how to read it and just the history of a lot of the things that is in there. And what we kind of learned in terms of context was to ask ourselves, they encouraged our listeners to ask the questions, what would it mean for a Jewish prophet rabbi to go around saying that people are blessed? And secondly, who was Jesus even talking to at this time? And the Sermon on the Mount is one of Jesus's most, I guess you could say most well-known or most famous teachings because he would have actually preached it a lot of the time. Like this would have been a key message. And he, the people that he would have been talking to would have just been a lot of the people that would have heard about him in the streets or, or listened to him or yeah, heard about him through other people. So it would have been often actually the poorer people, um, people who were hurting, people who, I guess, weren't as high up in society, weren't as educated. And so there was, and at the time, there was a very strong sense of hierarchy. There was a very strong sense of, this is where I am in society, and this is a position that I need to continue to keep. And everybody kind of held each person accountable to that position, so to speak. And the, so the people who longed to um, longs to know about what the word would have said wouldn't have necessarily had all of the access and tools to be able to understand it for themselves. And so it's really powerful, actually, when you look at that picture and say, oh, the people that Jesus would have been talking to would have been those that you would have described as, you know, who were poor, who were hurting or mourning, who were meek or felt unimportant or were made to feel unimportant and you can imagine the I guess the direct impact that a message like this would have had on those people listening and saying wait I'm able to be a part of the kingdom of heaven me a lowly I guess uneducated or a lowly servant or a lowly insert word here I'm able to have a part of this as well. And you can imagine like how revolutionary that a message that would have been for the people. And so when you're looking at, you know, the types of things, poor in spirit, um, those who mourn, those who are unimportant, those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, these are all not even necessarily specific things, right? But they're almost like positionings. They're, um, yeah, they're places that you find yourself in. And so I kind of was wondering to myself, maybe being blessed or the pursuit of being blessed or or standing in blessing is less about the things that we get to prove we are blessed. The car, the the announcements, the traveling, all of that kind of stuff. And maybe it's more about coming from a state of recognizing that we are already blessed and Jesus is kind of talking, you know, you you as you, you in your meek position, you who are mourning, you who are brokenhearted are blessed. And it was just as they were, as they were drawing near to Jesus, as they were longing to hear him speak. 
And so I guess the question that kind of comes up for me from this is what does it mean for us to live from a state of already believing we're blessed? Great question, eh? Um, <laughs> I think, I don't know, as you were speaking, this also came to mind. And is um, how like, okay, first of all, by no means we're saying like, oh, this is not how you should be looking at hashtag blessed. Like I have the right concept and you don't and then we are judging you. No, by no means. Like I think we fall short at times too, even if we have this understanding of what it means to be blessed. Like we are human, right? Uh, but then like, it's just amazing to me to have this debuted. It shows you in a way that from the beginning, people didn't really understand what it meant to be blessed, right? And and so for Jesus to be like, okay, like I have to speak to them and give them a sermon about what it means to be blessed. Um, and then it, it gets me also thinking about the people who society will deem as they're blessed, right? And how will they be feeling then as he was giving this speech? Let's say they weren't there, right? But news trouble. <laughs> so they probably heard about this Jesus talking about the blessed and how they, even though they were rich and wealthy, they technically, if you took the words that he said, they weren't considered to be blessed because blessed are the poor and they were rich, <laughs> right? Um, and so like it all in a in a very in a very literal sense yeah yes. but I, I think I know yeah. where you're I think I know where you're going with this so I'll hold my comments <laughs> um, but yeah so it, it makes you for once it makes you do a, a few things and one is you have you can't I, I think you can't take the word of the bible literally as it is like you kind of have to dive deeper to understand what he meant when he say, blessed are the poor in the spirit. Um, another one he says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. <laughs> but then when you dive deeper, it's like, no, he meant, yeah, he was talking to a specific group of people. That's true. But in a, in a way, in a sense, I think he meant all of us, right? Because we all are thirsty and hungry for righteousness. Whether you have had acquired more material things than others, like it includes all of us. And I think um, that's the issue that we have a lot of times that we just take this word and we don't dive deeper and don't do our own research and get to understand what it means, right? Yeah. And that's why I was like, if we take it literally, because <laughs> <laughs> you're right, there's a lot of levels to it. And there are things in the Bible that we need to take as literal. Yeah. Like, love your neighbor as your like love your neighbor uh, like love god love others like that is very literal <laughs> we need to do that we don't need to be like oh what's the maybe he didn't mean you know like yes there are deeper levels to love but there are things that we do need to take literally but in this case we you're right like we do need to look at and understand what is jesus saying here yeah and you're right like it's not oh those who are not eating those who are um, poor, those who, that's not how, how it goes. And what I love about this passage or what kind of showed, showed itself to me as I was reading this passage is that it really does open up the ability or the understanding or the way for us to relate to the idea of being blessed to all people. Because 
at some point, whether you are rich or poor, whether you have position or not, whether you are at the top of your career ladder or at the bottom or in the middle, maybe you're not even, you don't even have a career. Like wherever you are on this, on your journey of life, we've all had a situation where we've been poor in spirit, where we've been where we've been crushed or where we've been mourning, where we have felt unimportant or been made to feel unimportant, where we have wondered, and that word righteousness is just right standing. So where we have wondered, what is the right, there's something wrong here, there's injustice here, there's something that has been um, that has been turned on its head that is not working in the way that it needs to work and I'm chasing after trying to make it work or I'm feeling upset about it not being good, right? Like mm-hmm. that is chasing and hunger and thirsting for for righteousness we've all had a place where we have had to show another person kindness or had to show another person mercy we've all had a place where we've tried to make peace somewhere so there we've all had a place where we've been attacked for doing the right thing so i think there's all these different points here where wherever you are you can you can relate to that idea you can relate to that positioning in Mm -hmm. in your life and i think it's such an important thing because if we are only looking at blessing as when things are going good in the sense that we think they should be going good um we are missing i think we're missing the deeper point Mm -hmm. which is what is the impact on the people around us and what is the impact on us how are we living where are our hearts in in that position yeah and i think like taking this uh, part of the bible and then looking like comparing it to for example social media right it gives you a new perspective in a way because culture has done a really good job <laughs> at making us believe that um to be blessed is to have material things right uh to have all these cars and all these expensive things and whatever to the extent that then we ask and we wonder well am i blessed because i don't have anything like i don't have that nice car that they have so like am i truly blessed um yeah looking at these things and looking at what he had to say about the blessed it makes you realize that it it was never meant to be about <laughs> material things right yes and that to me is where i think about the question of substance and longevity because as we know things break down Mm -hmm. things materialist even if it's not a car or a house maybe it's a promotion maybe it's followers maybe it's the number of friends that i can go on a vacation with like it might look different for all of us and it may not be like a tangible thing, but all of those things to some extent wither and wait and fade. Mm-hmm. And so when we're thinking about blessing, are we thinking about it in terms of the, this is the substance that I have to show the people for this moment? Or are we thinking about it as this is the lasting impact that I'm able to have in the community around me? Now this is a lasting impact that people around me are having on me Mm. and how am I positioned in that space because a lot of these things actually aren't very fun like blessed are you when people insult you persecute you persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of me huh (laughs) that to me doesn't sound like something I want I don't want people um nobody wants people saying terrible things about them for the sake of the belief that they have in Christ. Um, And nobody wants to be 
you know, persecuted. Nobody wants, like, that's like, oh. (laughs) But it's, again, as a follower of Christ and believing that our job on this earth is to love people and love people well. Um, And our job is to, to be good representatives of the loving God that loved them and created them. When you hear that, you're like, huh? <laughs> and you have to kind of think about reconciling what that what that actually looks like in in the day to day and what is the impact that that has in the long run. Yeah. Like I think deeply down in our spirit, we know that. Um and what I mean is like of flesh may associate happiness and being blessed with the material things, right? But when you think about um again like the concept of happiness a lot of people will argue and i and i think a lot of our guests and like all the conversations we had had through the series even is the idea of well like money can't buy happiness but it can can easily give me a source to help others right and so like deeply in our flesh i think not in our flesh in our spirit sorry I think we know that happiness and being blessed is not about the material things, but rather um, just being able to to love one another, to serve one another, to be the hand that supports the other when the other needs it more or so than just that momentary feeling of joy when you just get material things. Like those are things that don't last forever, like you said. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of that constant battle between the and i know i don't know who's listening so you might be like flesh spirit what the heck what are you talking about (laughs) um so yeah i think in terms of what you were saying paula for flesh that like very human very immediate very now 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 element of ourselves um that just is thinking about surviving for ourselves and no one else Mm -hmm. versus the you know the very connected very um i guess i want to say yeah like very perfect part of ourselves that is directly connected to god that is focusing on things that are not just on this earth in the immediate but is is um eternity focused that is god focused and thus being god focused is in line with what god has for us to be doing and has for us to be which is like you said to be loving one another and to be seeking after what it looks like to have heaven on earth Um, and it's really hard when we have those tensions kind of placed up against ourselves because I think that's even sort of sometimes represented on um, like in cartoons when you have like the little angel on the one side and then like the little like devil on the other side and it's like the angel is like you know the thing to do do the thing and then the devil is like no like think about yourself Mm -hmm. or whatever like that's like a very cartoony very like simplistic perspective of it but it's a tension that we that we often face right yeah doing the good thing the right thing the thing that's going to help other people and then just focusing on ourselves Mm -hmm. i guess our next question would be rather than trying to acquire and acquire and acquire to get there how will we live different then (laughs) i really like this question because it brings in so many pieces of the things we've talked about so the idea of contentment you know Mm -hmm. seeing where i am and being grateful and thankful for what i do have and like and responsibly and humbly looking towards moving forward to get to a state that 
you know, we're still allowed to have goals. Contentment doesn't mean that you just kind of sit and don't do anything. Yeah. Contentment is recognizing and understanding and appreciating that which you have in the place that you are. And again, responsibly, humbly walking towards the place that you're trying to go to. And so I think it really brings up that question of in a state where we have so many things that are pulling our attention, that are luring us towards grabbing them. Are we able to look at all of those things and sit in all of those tensions and say, actually, I have a sense of who I am. I have a sense of what I'm worth. And I don't need to get caught up in the pull to acquire, in the pull to get, in the pull to to present myself as having. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think... Um, <laughs> One of the things I actually been studying Matthew for I started a few days ago. And so I was reading over Matthew four, which is the one right before the uh, Beatitudes. And uh, to summarize it, essentially, Jesus had gone for 40 days uh, on the wild, wild. Uh, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> wilderness, wilderness. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, wilderness. Um and essentially the the devil comes and he's like yeah like he takes him up to to the highest part um he's like if your god is the god he says then he should rescue you and he should send out these angels and blah 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 and jesus like get out of here (laughs) and then he's like you know what like i could give you all of this just uh kneel down and worship me Uh and then Jesus is like no <laughs> like I no that's not gonna happen so just get out of here so well that's over and then he goes and then what proceeds after is the sermon on the mount um, but what I think about that is because so often this world will tell us oh you you can go out of your own way and grab like get that for yourself like you don't have to wait and you don't have to trust nobody like you can go get that that's right in front of you it's available like you know and to the point where we just like worship that idea of, oh like uh, if i get that position if I, I get all these things then like oh my gosh like uh, that'll be the blessing right um and what it makes me then think about it like sometimes and this is difficult to do sometimes we also have to be grateful and, and have to thank for the blessing that it is not to actually receive the things we we want to um, because when we talk about being blessed, we often talk about the things that we receive, you know, but what we are not talking about the things that we are not receiving and that in our humanity, uh, we may feel frustrated with and we will be upset about. Um, but the thing is like, God has a plan for you, right? Like he has a plan and a purpose and the things that he has for you are good. But in the moment you get frustrated because it's like, but I wanted that. But he's like, but I have much more. (laughs) So I think when we talk about being blessed, I think it is important for us to also lie our eyes on the things that maybe didn't happen. And it was actually a blessing for us. Powerful (sighs) and very much worth thinking about. Thank you so much for sharing that with with me, too, because this is the first time I'm hearing that. And then also with our audience. As we kind of go towards the end of our episode here, we don't normally do a last minute moment when it's just Paula and I, because we like to leave that to our guests. But today we do have a last question to answer. 
It seemed very fitting considering that we've done a now a number of episodes on this topic. And so the last question that we have for each other today, Paula, <laughs> is are you happy? Are you happy, Paula? <laughs> That's the real question, eh? After all this talking about happiness, Paula, are you happy? Um, I think I am. I I think you just described it just a little bit earlier about happiness and all of this being content and I think that's where I am right now in my life um and like you said it doesn't mean you just like oh I'm just content where where I am because like that's what I got and whatever like no I'm still have desires in my heart and have all these things that I want to accomplish but um (laughs) I think it's been a work of I say more than a year now of just moving from a place of like, I need to get this to this school. I need to get to this position. I need to get into this program uh, to be happy to more so a place where like, okay, um, I'll, I'm thankful that it didn't happen the way I, I wanted it to happen. Um, but I will learn and I'll be content where you have me right now. So yeah, I say, I, I say most days I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Leju? Are you happy? You know, I think my answer to that question is I don't know. And I think that's an okay answer to have. We have talked about all kinds of different definitions for happiness of how, you know, sometimes how it's often defined by ourselves, how it's defined by culture. We've just kind of gone into a, I guess, a deeper understanding of the definition of being blessed. And when I put all those swirls of things together, I still am resisting that ability or that sense of um, I'm resisting the mm, I don't know what the word is. I'm I can't find the word, but I guess the essence of having to say yes and no, because as we've also talked about it, it's a very fluid understanding and so maybe that's not a very satisfying answer, but I will say that I agree. I I'm at peace and being at peace, I think, also is a piece of is an element of of happiness. Mm-hmm. And so, in that sense, yes, I am, because similar to what you were saying, I know that the world and life it has ups and it has downs and it has swirls all over. And being able to be anchored in that understanding of who I am in. God like who I am in Christ and the fact that God loves me and has a plan for me and continues to walk alongside of me whatever comes my way is enough reason for me to yeah to be happy Mm -hmm. and it's interesting too because sometimes I think I think before this series I was like oh happiness it's just such a frivolous thing (laughs) but you know when you really do look at the when you look at the word and and what it means to people and how they've come to define it for themselves or how they've come to think about it in relation to other people it there really is a depth between those how many letters five one two three four yeah between those five letters (laughs) there's a lot that goes into it Mm mm-hmm And so I guess to close off, what I'm trying to say is for everybody listening, we want to thank you for joining us on this journey of of questioning, are you happy? And we want to encourage you to ask yourself the question too and to wonder based on what you've heard or what you've been thinking about throughout these past weeks, 
how has the definition changed for you? Yeah. How's it been enriched or maybe how do you disagree with the things that we've said? And um, as always, we love to hear from you. So if you want, if you feel led to talk to us about it, go for it. You know, our contact information, email, Instagram, mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah, thanks for, for listening with us. Yeah. Thank you, friends. Okay, guys, we will see you on the next episode. Adios, amigos. Bye. This is Oledra Nozier. This is Paula Camacho. And we're signing out for Let's Talk About It, whatever it is. If you would like to stay in contact with us, you can visit our website at www.letstalkaboutitpod.com or send us a quick email at host at letstalkaboutitpod.com. We're also on all social platforms, on Facebook and Instagram at the Let's Talk About It pod and on Twitter at the capital L-T-A lowercase I-T pod. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.